0: Merciful Father, we beg you, O Lord, to have mercy upon us sinners. the deaf to hear and the mute to speak.
1: his deeds among the peoples proclaim that his name is exalted sing praises to the Lord for he has done gloriously let this be made known in all the earth shout and sing for joy O inhabitant of Zion for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel this is the word of the Lord be to God. the epistle reading is from Paul's second letter to the Corinthians so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. This is the word of the Lord.
0: these many years I have served you, and I never disobeyed your command. Yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friend. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fat cat for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad, for this it is your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. This is the gospel of the Lord. (laughs) You're <laughs> not. And he went off, and he—it's a great story, huh? Yeah, it's really important because it's kind of an image of us. He got lost because he kind of lost what he was supposed to be doing, kind of lost um, his Lord. Yet he came back. Do you remember what the father was doing? That part of the story—you catch that part? And so. Depending on who you are, you may have just said, he's lost forever. But this father goes out every day to look for him. He stands, and I can imagine he's calling So his son comes back, and he welcomes him back, puts on great clothes and, and a ring and shoes, and uh, kills the fat cat. That means the cat is safe. The cat is safe for a really special meal. And they have a party. So it's not like, fun, huh? Because he was found. Then we have another lost kid, his older son, who's really angry because he doesn't understand what his dad is doing. And, and so as we, we listen to that story, the one that you've he heard the gospel lesson you've he he heard before, is which of the sons are we? Are we the first one or the last one or a little bit of both? you guys think? Probably Most of us probably are. None of us are probably going to want to admit that. We don't think we're lost. I mean, do you ever do anything against God? That would be called sin. Did you ever this mom and dad? Yeah, okay. You sin. We're in that too. you are lost with the rest of us. But the point of that whole story is that God comes with you. We you know what he did, right? He goes to the cross to die for us. So that all the sins, every time he disobeyed mom and dad, those sins are all forgiven. Wash clean. He, he sacrifices the father, King, the calf. He sacrifices Jesus for us. Okay, go him. In. But there's a big party going on. Isn't that cool? It's super cool, right? Let's right. Dear Heavenly Father. Dear yeah. Heavenly Father. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank you for looking for us and throwing the, the, the biggest party in heaven as you sacrificed your son Jesus. son Jesus. His precious name. <laughs> his precious name. Thank you. Let's sing our name the care of and feed his. I have to understand this young man is And so he understood that he was no longer to be the worthy worthy to be the son, his father. What he was trying to say, I think, is dad, I messed up. But I will work real hard to make it right. I will live in this village even though I know everyone here hates me now. And you don't even want to talk to me. I will make enough money, Dad, I promise to pay you back. I will make it up to you. I know you can't possibly ever see me again as one of your sons. But please, let me work hard work hard to win at least a little bit of your favor back as one of your hired hands. So what I think it's interesting. He doesn't even ask to be a son anymore. Just give me a job. Let me work. Let me work off everything I did. Let me pay you back. I am really sorry. Or maybe that was just his stomach talking. He had no idea what was going on back home because he couldn't see the rest of the village, but what the rest of the villages saw. His father would spend most of the daylight hours looking down the long road. As long as there was light, he would stare down that road hoping to see the silhouette of his son walking back, walking toward home, walking toward his father. Day after day, the father went out searching, looking for his lost son. And then one day, he got what he was hoping for. Here came his long lost son, off in the distance, walking slowly toward the city gates, head down, shamefully practicing his speech. Father, I have sinned against you. Forgive me. Um, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of your servants. Over and over again, the young son says it until he knows it verbatim and he can look his father in the eyes. But when he looked up, remember when he saw him? saw his dad running. Not away from him, but toward him as fast as he could. I need to imagine this picture. This is not done in those days. So they, obviously, he was wearing something similar to me. It's not a robe, but very similar. He would have hiked it up. I have pants on. That's probably a good thing. They had bare knees showing. Disgraceful. Horrible. Never happened. Should not ever happen. The father disgraces himself out of his love for his friend. He sacrifices his dignity for his son. Just imagine his servants, let alone the town, seeing what just happened. Shaking their heads in disgrace. How could that man do that? Imagine the workers going, whoa, look at those things. (laughs) No. The questions that must have been going through everybody's mind, even the sons. And the father answered those questions. And he answered them in no uncertain terms. When the father and his son come face to face, Remember what the father did? He didn't slap him in the head like my dad I thought he would have done to me. He puts his arms around him, and he hugs him, and he kisses him. My guess is he didn't let go for a while. He held on. His son, who was lost, has been found. The son began to say that speech, he was practicing, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and before you, I am no longer worthy to call you, call myself your son. And at that moment, the father stops him. He won't let him finish the speech. In fact, before he even said anything to his son, he looked at his servant and said, bring the fattened calf. Bring, Bring a robe, the best robe you have. Put it on. Put a ring on his finger. Get the good shoes out. Put him on it. I don't care if he's standing in light. And they do all that. And he says this, For this is my son who was dead. Not only lost, he was dead. And he's alive again. He was lost and is found. And the party began. With the lost son now having received the kiss of reconciliation, wearing the family ring, having the best clothes on, sandals on. The party went through full swing. They had, I'll say, a steak, And they played loud music and they danced till their feet hurt. Well, oh. almost all. Oh. Enter now. The oldest son. He heard that part of the gospel also. He was out working hard in the field like he had been forever. And when the sun started to set, he headed back to the house to get cleaned up. But he heard music, he heard dancing. He knew this wasn't a planned festival. So he asked one of the servants, What's going on? He said, Your brother's come home, and your dad's killed the fat calf. So we, he received her back saving son and we're having a celebration. Come on in. But instead of running to the house to hug his younger brother, the oldest one is angry that he's furious. What right does his father have to treat this lost person who's no longer his brother in his mind? And he refuses to go in Disgraceful act toward his father. So, what does the father do? Again, he does what a father at that time would not do or should not do. He goes out to his son. Not to yell at him, not to rebuke him, but to ask him, to beg him to come inside and join the party. Your younger brother who was dead is alive. He's back. Let's celebrate. The oldest son just simply shakes his head and will have nothing of it. He says, look, father, I have treated you so well. I have worked hard for you. You've never, ever gave me the fatted calf. And yet you give it to the son who's devoured your property with prostitutes. Not the way you should have treated his father. But not only was he refusing to go inside, but he rebuked his father for being so nice to his brother. And instead of being proud of his father for being such a compassionate man, he complained that he never got a goat so he could throw a party with his buddies. You see, he would rather spend his time with his friends than with his father, who had provided every single thing that he. But I guess the hardest thing to take is that the oldest son refused to see just what a wonderful father he really had. I mean, it was right in front of him. His younger brother, the one who ran off, the one who deserved nothing, the one who should have been punished, was welcomed home with open arms. And here he was, the oldest son, still acting as if he had to earn his father's love by working hard in the field. He refused to see that his father's love was unconditional. Sound familiar? It should begin to. And that that love, his father's love would always be there. That he didn't need to do a thing to earn that love, but it was a gift given to him freely. So the oldest son stands there just staring at his father. And the father looked back at him with love. He said, son, you are always with me. And all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and to be glad. For this, your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. The son had two options. He could go in and join the party and the festivities. Or he could just stay outside. He can let go of his pride and accept the truth that his father loved him in the same way that he loved his younger brother. Or he can be stubborn and hang on to all the good deeds and be mad that his father didn't love him more than his little brother because he had accomplished so much more than him. You know what he did? Well, that one of not. You see, that is a question that you need to answer for yourself. Are you going to let God be God? Are you going to let God be the giver? Are you going to let Him be the one who loves you in spite of all you've done? Are you going to celebrate with your brothers and sisters that you have such a wonderful, loving Father? Or are you going to hang on to the idea that you need to work hard to earn His love? and waste your time being bitter and comparing yourself to everyone else. Are you going to serve your master out of fear or out of gratitude? I know it's what he wants. You know. You know what you should do. For your father loves you so much, he sent his only son for you. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, forgive us for our stubbornness. Forgive us for all the times we tried to please you, and you already gave us unconditional love. We don't have to earn that. You gave it freely to us. You gave it so freely to you sacrificed your Son, our Lord and Savior, for us. Let us never forget your love and we turn it to you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Let us rise and together protest our faith in the word of the night <laughs> I believe in one God. God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible,
2: and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only God and Son of God, the God and of His Father before all,
0: Father, we have all. your saving word to those who have not heard it, and plant congregations for your people to gather around your word and table. Lord, in your mercy, Amen. Compassionate Father, you know our needs even before we ask, but still we cry to you on behalf of all the sick and those who suffer. Give them healing in accordance with your will, grace to endure their affliction, and peace in the hour of death. Lord, in your mercy, Amen. Amen. Kindly Father, you sent forth your Son into our death and what he has accomplished by his suffering and death you have given to us freely in this holy sacrament. Grant that we, with repentance and faith, come forth to his table to receive his body and blood for the forgiveness of our sins and for the strengthening of our faith. Lord, in your mercy. O oh, blessed Lord, your mercies are daily new. And with fresh goodness you replenish this earth. Give us wisdom to use well all your resources, and grant us giving hearts that we share with those in need all that you have given to us in abundance. Receive also these sighs and offerings, signs of our faith and symbols of our thanksgiving. Lord, in your mercy, Amen. O Lord, remembering the faithful who have gone before us, we ask you to keep us by your grace through the days to come that we not be lost to you again but kept in faith now until the day of the resurrection of the dead when we shall join the saints in glory in your presence forever through Jesus Christ our Lord we pray Amen. the Lord be with you. And also with you lift up your hearts we lift them to the Lord. let us give thanks to the Lord our God in his right. With high delight and grateful heart, we rejoice at all that our Savior has accomplished to reconcile us to you, Holy Father, Almighty Lord, everlasting God. And we pray you to keep us in this grace in favor of all the days of our lives, living in the shadow of the cross and joyfully proclaiming all your mercy to those who do not yet know you. We celebrate your goodness together with the saints of old, the angels and archangels, and all who dwell in your presence evermore praising you and singing. (laughs)
1: Amen. <laughs>
3: Okay, see you there. And so then it's April 2nd from 12 to 2. Buy your tickets out there, and it's lots of fun, and we need you girls! and blues and spring colors, um, and we need donations of plastic eggs and then little candies, and we stuff about 500 eggs for about 10 children. I'm sure there will be lots of children, so, yeah, online, this is online, we're having Easter here, and it's going to be lovely, and then just right after Easter, uh, the children will meet together with their parents and have an Easter egg hunt.
2: Thank you very much. So, do you have the tea
0: toddler on your too? Yeah, you go. go. Yeah. <laughs> Other announcements? <laughs> That's really great. Thank you, Laura. It
4: may be worth it just to sit at your table.
2: <laughs> <My> <laughs> The fellowship was great, and we got so much work done. It's looking so much better, but it's going to take a little more effort, everybody. So I know there's a tea on Saturday, but those of us that can work on the landscaping, if you could be here Saturday to do that, that would be great. And if there are other times during the week that you can come that we don't have a formal time set up, come on. Just do what you can. You can see what there is no left to do. We just want it to look nice and clean. We're not going to get a lot of beautiful things planted, but it's going to be beautiful for God. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you,
0: care of. I cannot do that act. <laughs> yeah, good morning. I'm here because I